another edition of the PS Sports Podcast. Today we're going to look over last week's college football games. And we're going to start off last week, number one goes down. This week, number two goes down. First, we're going to start off with the, I think this was a Thursday night game. This might have been a Friday night game. No, it was Thursday because I watched some of it. I didn't watch any Friday night games. Uh, the 1-4 Cal Bears fall to the 4-1, and one, now 5-1 and one Oregon Ducks. Although Cal put up a really big fight in this one. Cal lost 17-24 to to Oregon. Oregon needed a last-second touchdown to beat Cal. I mean, Cal was in this game the entire game. I was really surprised. I, I'm more surprised about how Oregon has not progressed after beating Ohio State. After they beat Ohio State, I really thought they were a, a good team. Um, but Cal throws an incompletion. It was 17-24. Uh, Cal throws an incompletion to the back of the end zone with, I think, maybe two or three seconds left. Uh, that was kind of their last-ditch last, last ditch effort. Um, but Anthony Brown, 20 for 28, 244 yards, one touchdown. Travis Dye, who's taking over for CJ, the injured C.J. Verdell, 19 carries, 145 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, Travis Dye also was the leading receiver with seven receptions and 73 yards. Uh, I don't know how much C.J. Verdell going out hurt this Oregon team. I know it didn't help him, obviously. But this is a different Oregon team, I feel like, than played Ohio State. The Ohio State, or the Oregon team that played Ohio State, a good team. Good, solid, big up front and could move people around. This Oregon team kind of seems like they've taken a step back. But regardless, uh, they beat Cal. Um, they are now number nine in the country. I don't know if this is their, was this last week's ratings? I'm not sure. Next ranked game we had is San Diego State. The Aztecs still undefeated beat the San Jose State Spartans. San Diego State moves to 6-0. and San Jose State moves to 3-4. and Jordan Brookshire, 13 for 27, 132 yards, no touchdowns. Not a lot of offense in this game. Only a six-point game. Overtime game. Uh, 13 of... Jack, uh, of uh, 13 of San Diego State's 19 points came in overtime. So, I didn't watch this. Probably a late-night game. Irrelevant teams. The big game of the week that I was being told here that everybody was nervous about because I live in Georgia. The Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Kentucky Wildcats at home. What the hell were y'all nervous about? I told you before this game, I've been telling you this for three, four weeks now, Georgia is the best team in the country, and it doesn't matter who the hell plays quarterback for them. Stetson Bennett, JT Daniels, it could even be Reggie Ball, and they would make it to the national championship game. Georgia wins 30-13. to Kentucky moves to 6-1. and Georgia moves to 7-0. and Stetson Bennett started for the ever-injured JT Daniels, 14 for 20, 250 yards and three touchdowns. James Cook, 6 carries, 51 yards, and Zamir White had 12 carries, 46 yards. Brock Bowers, 5 receptions, 102 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Georgia's defense is just nuts. Georgia's defense is just insane. I mean, they, they allow 2 offensive touchdowns in this game. And I think they came into this game only allowing 2 offensive touchdowns the entire year. I might be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that's uh, that's where they're standing. Georgia takes it. They're still ranked number one, as well they should be. They don't have anybody else in their schedule that should even hold a candle to what Georgia can produce. So, we'll, we'll look ahead the next week, but 
Georgia, man, Georgia's set up really well right now. Coming to the biggest upset of the weekend, the number two Iowa Hawkeyes fall to the unranked Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue Boilermakers. Aiden O'Connell, quarterback for Purdue, 30 for 40, 375 yards and two touchdowns. David Bell, wide receiver for Purdue, 11 receptions, 240 yards and one touchdown. Spencer Pietras only went 7 for 32 with 195 yards and four interceptions for Iowa. Four, I don't care how good your defense is, you throw four interceptions, damn it, you're going to lose. You are going to lose. Iowa Falls is the number two ranked team in the nation. Destroys their perfect record. They move to six and one. Boilermakers move up to four and two. Did anybody think Iowa was going undefeated the rest of the year? I didn't. I, I didn't think Iowa was going undefeated. The only team that's left undefeated in the Big Ten that I think could possibly go undefeated the rest of the year is Michigan. Michigan and Michigan State are the two lone undefeated teams in the Big Ten. Michigan's the only team I've seen that can remain undefeated for the rest of the year. Iowa's a nice story. They are not a national contender. Nice story. Not a national contender. Good defense. A defense that's going to keep them in a lot of games. I don't think they're a national contender. Next, we have the number three team. Took care of business. Took care of business. Cincinnati versus UCF. 56-21. to 21. They just keep doing it in Cincinnati. They just keep putting it on. And and right now, these are the old, so these are the old rankings because Iowa was number two and Cincinnati is number three. So when we get to the preview, Cincinnati is number two in the nation right now. Cincinnati is the second ranked team in the nation. And I'll be excited to see when the college football playoff committee comes together and ranks these teams if Cincinnati's still undefeated, where they're going to put, because if they don't put Cincinnati in the top four, there will be a riot. A complete riot. And what Cincinnati's going to have to do the rest of the season is they're going to have to blow out these AAC teams like this. This 56-21, to 21, they're going to have to continue doing this. Desmond Ritter, this guy is really good. Stats didn't show it this game because he didn't really need it. Desmond Ritter, 13 for 23, 140 yards, one touchdown. Nice game. Jerome Ford, 20 carries, 189 yards, and four touchdowns. Cincinnati is the real deal Holyfield, guys. The real deal Holyfield. They went into Notre Dame, beat them. They've beaten everybody on their schedule, 6-0. and They put up a really good fight last year when they played Georgia in the bowl game. They traveled to Indiana, beat them this year. That, that coach, Luke Fickle, he won't be there very long. Next, number four last week, Oklahoma wins 52-2 to the, against the TCU Horned Frogs. I always call them the Horny Frogs. Oklahoma 52, Horny Frogs 31. Oklahoma moves to a perfect 7-0, and there was no Spencer Rattler. Didn't even take a snap in this game. His backup, Caleb Williams, 18 for 23, 295 yards, four touchdowns, ran for 66 yards on eight carries, and scored one touchdown. I think we have seen the last of Spencer Rattler in Oklahoma. I don't believe he'll ever start another game for Oklahoma, and I'm pretty sure he's starting to look to transfer out. Can we talk for a second about the downfall of this kid? Going into the season, 
Spencer Rattler was most people's Heisman frontrunners. Him or DJ Uolungalale, who is also trash. That's that's crazy. That's just crazy. How someone can fall so far in, in such a short amount of time. But Spencer Rattler, he's he, he will not be in Oklahoma for much longer. Caleb Williams has that job. He's taking over. Michael Woods the second, three receptions, 75 yards. Uh, Jaden Hasselwood, six receptions, 56 yards, and three touchdowns for Oklahoma. I still don't think Oklahoma's legit. I think they're going to lose at some point in their season. But switching over from Spencer Rattler to Caleb Williams might be the recipe they needed. Did anybody did anybody seriously think this next game? Did anybody seriously think that Bama was going to come out after losing and lose another game to Mississippi State? Because they were they were wrong. Alabama 49, Mississippi State 9. Bryce Young 20 for 28, 348 yards, four touchdowns. Roy Dale Williams and Brian Robinson Jr. both had over 70 yards rushing. Roy Dale 11 carries, Brian with 19. John Michi the third. Seven receptions, 117 yards, one touchdown. Jamison Williams, two receptions, 77 yards, one touchdown. Jamison Williams has had some insanely long catches this year. He had a 71-yarder in this game. Will Rogers for Mississippi State, 35 for 55, 300 yards and three interceptions. No touchdowns. Mississippi State didn't have a chance. Mississippi State didn't have a chance. This is a pissed-off Alabama team that wanted to prove the world that they're – and Alabama fans – your entire season that you're playing for is still ahead of you. You can still accomplish everything you wanted to accomplish. It's still on the plate. You can still do it. So don't don't fret. Don't worry. You can still go on and, and do exactly what you want to do, win the national championship. Michigan State Spartans take on Indiana Hoosiers. Michigan State wins 20-15. to Pretty close game against the Indiana Hoosiers, who really haven't lived up to what we thought they were. No Penix Jr., no Michael Penix Jr. for Indiana. Jack Tuttle started uh, in place for him as he was injured. 28 for 52, 188 yards, and two interceptions for Jack Tuttle. No intercept or no touchdowns. Ty Freifogel, seven receptions, 65 yards. Peyton Thorne for Michigan State, 14 for 26, 126 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. This was the most Big Ten game I watched all weekend. There's no offense. Just, just sluggish. Kenneth Walker, the third, 23 carries, 84 yards. Jaden Reed, four receptions, 70 yards. The, Michigan State's going to have to get more production out of Kenneth Walker, the third, if they're going to want to remain undefeated. They ride him, no pun intended, but he he, he goes. Uh, Michigan State goes as Kenneth Walker, the third, goes. Next game, Oklahoma State versus Texas. I picked Texas in this game. I really thought they were going to win. They weren't too far off of it. They came out hot again like they did against Oklahoma. They just they can't finish. They allowed 16 points in the fourth quarter and didn't score any. I mean, it's the, it's the same song and dance that they had with Oklahoma. Texas comes out strong, can't finish the game. Casey Thompson for Texas, 15 for 27, 179 yards. One touchdown, two interceptions. Oklahoma State, 32-24. Over Texas, Oklahoma State remains undefeated. They're still undefeated, and they're they're in a Power Five conference. Spencer Sanders for Oklahoma State, 19 for 32, 178 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Jalen Warren had a game, had an absolute game for Oklahoma State. 33 carries, 193 yards, no touchdowns, but 193 yards rushing in this day and age. That's super impressive. Oklahoma State stays undefeated. Next, we got Ole Miss, the running rubs, versus the Tennessee trash-throwing volunteers. Matt Corral, 21 for 38, 231 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. 
on his way to beating the Tennessee Volunteers in Rocky Top, 31 to 26. The Old Miss Running Rebs move to five and one as the Tennessee Volunteers fall to four and three. Tennessee fans let the trash rain down on Lane Kiffin in this game. I mean, just throwing mustard bottles, beer cans, anything and everything they could find to chunk at Lane Kiffin, they would. I know most of you have seen the pictures on all over social media of what the field looked like afterwards. There was there was just trash. There was trash everywhere. It was it was embarrassing. Looked like the Braves game, the infield fly. Uh, but Matt Corral, 30 carries, 195 yards, no touchdowns. I mean, had over 400 all-purpose yards with two touchdowns in between his passing and his, and his rushing. Next game, he needs to have 100 yards uh, receiving. <laughs> Hendon Hooker, uh, quarterback for Tennessee, 17 for 26, 233 yards, one touchdown. Uh, also led both of these teams, their leading passer was their leading rusher and vice versa. Hendon Hooker, 23 carries, 108 yards, one touchdown. Jabari Small, though, 21 carries, 92 yards, one touchdown for Tennessee. Vols drop another one, man. Vols drop another one. Next, Auburn, Auburn versus Arkansas. I really thought Arkansas was going to have a bounce-back game and kind of get their season back on the track here, and they did not. They did not. Auburn wins 38-23. to Auburn improves to 4-2. and Arkansas falls to 4-3. and Arkansas is an enigma to me. The first couple of weeks I watched them, I thought Arkansas was a top 12-13 to team. And then after watching them play Auburn and Georgia, I'm not sure if they're a top 25 team. They look really rough. That defense that looked so strong looks terrible. Bo Nix, I mean, Arkansas's defense m made Bo Nix look like a good quarterback. That's how bad they were. Bo Nix, 21 for 26, 292 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Tank Bigsby, rushing for uh, Auburn, 18 carries, 68 yards, one touchdown. Demetri Demetrius Ro Roberts, I can't speak. Demetrius Robertson, two receptions, 81 yards and one touchdown for Auburn. K.J. Jefferson led the way again, rushing and passing, 228 in the air, 66 on the ground, two touchdowns throwing. Uh, Traylon Burks, nine receptions, 109 yards, two touchdowns. I, I, Arkansas is not what I thought they were. I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say I was wrong on Arkansas. They, they, they're not the team that I thought they were, and they're not performing like a top 12 to 15 team. They're performing like a team that should probably be outside of the top 25. Arizona State. Loses to the Utah Utes. Arizona State 21, Utah 35. Uh, Jaden Daniels for Arizona State 20 for 31, 237 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, who cares? It's a Pac-12 game. <laughs> Pac-12 games. Not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna waste much time. BYU takes on Baylor and BYU loses 24 to 38 to the Baylor Bears. Baylor Bears probably gonna get ranked. Uh, Jaron Hall, 22 for 31, 342 yards and one touchdown for BYU. Gary Bohannon, 18 for 28, 231 for the Baylor Bears with a touchdown and an interception. Abram Smith, Baylor running back, 27 carries, 188 yards and three touchdowns. Woo, buddy. A big rushing day for him. Next, we got another SEC matchup. The Florida Gators versus the LSU Tigers. The fighting Coach O's take down the Florida Gators. Gators 42, LSU Tigers 49. 
Max Johnson, 14 for 24 with three touchdowns for the LSU Tigers. Tyron Davis Price, 36 carries, 287 yards, and three touchdowns for the LSU young running back. That's video game numbers. That's not real life numbers. That's video game numbers. That's absurd. Anthony Richardson and Emory Jones looked to share snaps. Anthony Richardson went 10 for 19, 167 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Emory Jones had 12, went 12 for 19, 161 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. I told Georgia fans when they were worrying about the Georgia-Florida game that Florida is not real. They're not a concern. They're not a threat to Georgia. I mean, Florida could only put up 14 points against Vanderbilt a couple weeks ago. I'm not worried about a team that can only put up 14 points against Vanderbilt. LSU Tigers win right after the game. Coach O, no more. This will be his last season as LSU head coach. Probably time to do it. I hate it for Coach O. Seems like a great guy, great recruiter, uh, great coach, great person. But it was probably time for a change. And now, after all the stuff has come out about, well, after Coach O's firing, now stuff has come out about him hitting on some highfalutin people at LSU's wife and all this other jazz and stuff. So it's been fun, Coach O. You've given us a lot of sound clips, and you've been a damn good coach. I mean, you've coached for over 30 years in college football. Uh, if you land on your feet, man, good luck. If not, we enjoyed it. Texas A&M, the Aggies defeat Missouri Tigers 35-14. to Zach Calzada, 13 for 25, 148 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Isaiah Spiller and Devon Arcane go over the century mark. Spiller with 168 yards on 20 carries and one touchdown. Devon, 16 carries, 124 yards and two touchdowns. Texas A&M just outclasses Missouri. Missouri had those two nice seasons where they were the best team in the SEC East when they came in. Uh, but but that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Missouri. Missouri is Missouri. I mean... <laughs> Don't overthink it. Next, the number 22 ranked team, NC State Wolfpack 33, Boston College Eagles 7. Dave Leary, quarterback for NC State, 16 for 24, 251 yards and three touchdowns. It's the ACC. I hate to say it, but I've been preaching on it. The ACC is dead. They are irrelevant this year. Dead. All right, let's go ahead and look at the week eight. Week eight games. And instantly I'm already pissed off by just looking at the week eight games. Coastal Carolina, number 14 in the nation. This is the number 14th ranked team. Is playing on a Wednesday. Why? 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 Saturdays are for college football. Everybody repeat after me and... Please write your local congressman. Saturdays are for local football or high school or college football. That's so frustrating. These teams in the top 25 should not be playing on Wednesday nights. It's just stupid. Coastal Carolina, four and a half point favorite. Travel up to Boone, North Carolina. Beautiful college town. Absolutely gorgeous college town. If you ever have a chance to go up and watch a game at Appalachian State, in Boone, North Carolina, go. It's a blast. It's so much. It's a nice little quiet, not quiet, but it's a nice little college mountain town. Really cool. Uh, Coastal Carolina travels to Boone, North Carolina, takes on Appalachian State. 
North Car uh, Coastal Carolina is a four and a half point favorite. Give me Coastal on the road. Coastal Carolina is one of the top five scoring offenses in the entire nation this year. Tulane travels to Dallas, Texas, and takes on number 21, SMU. SMU is a 14-point favorite. SMU is undefeated. SMU will remain undefeated after this game. Beat the Tulane Green Wave. Now we're getting into the Saturday slate of games. The noon kicks. Cincinnati takes on Navy. Navy has been surprisingly crap this year. Cincinnati travels to Annapolis, Maryland. Cincinnati's a 27.5-point favorite. Oh, my God. Give me Cincinnati to win. I don't think they cover here. Give me Cincinnati to win, but I don't think they cover. Oklahoma travels to Lawrence, Kansas. Jesus, these are huge lines. My God. Oklahoma is a 38.5-point favorite at Kansas. Right, give me Oklahoma and give me the cover. I think that Caleb Williams kid might have something figured out with this Oklahoma team. Give me Oklahoma. Give me them to cover. Northwestern travels to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Michigan is a 23-and-a-half-point favorite. Good God, are there any freaking good games this weekend? Uh, give me Michigan at home. 23-and-a-half points. I'll take – give me Northwestern in the points. I don't know if Michigan can cover that 23-and-a-half points. Give me Northwestern in the points, but Michigan's going to win this at home. Another huge spread, Penn State. God, this is getting as bad as the NFL. Penn State, 24-point uh, favorite at home versus Illinois. Give me Penn State. Give me the points. Even if uh, Sean Clifford doesn't play, Illinois is a dumpster fire. They're trash. Give me Penn State at home. Wake Forest, number 16, travels to West Point, New York, to take on Army. This is a close one. Three-point spread here. Wake Forest on the road is a three-point favorite. Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake Forest on the road. They're going to go up to West Point. Wake Forest is going to remain undefeated, and they're going to cover that spread. They win by more than three. Wisconsin travels to West Lafayette, Indiana, to play the Kingslayer, Purdue. Number 25, Purdue. Four and two, Purdue. Wisconsin's a three-point favorite. Give me Purdue at home. There's no letdown game. Wisconsin is not what they used to be. I've been preaching this on this podcast all year. Wisconsin is not the Wisconsin of old. Give me Purdue at home with the upset. Oklahoma State, number eight. Travel, that rhymed. Travel to Ames, Iowa. Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State is a seven-point favorite? Whoa. Is that right? How is... Did it, has something happened in this game that I'm... Wow. I wonder if something has... That's surprising. Um. Number eight, Oklahoma State travels to Ames, Iowa to face unranked Iowa State, and Iowa State's a seven-point favorite. Jesus, give me Oklahoma State on the road. You're going to give me Oklahoma State and seven points? Oklahoma State's ranked number eight and undefeated. I know they're playing the Big 12. It's probably not that good of opponents they've been playing. Wow, these are weird lines. Okay. All right, yeah, give me Oklahoma State. I think Oklahoma State wins this game outright anyways. At 3.30 out on the West Coast, West Coast, Best Coast, Oregon travels to Pasadena, California to take on 5-2 and two UCLA. UCLA at home is a two-point favorite. Give me Oregon. I know they don't have C.J. Verdell. Give me Oregon. Give me Oregon on the road. You're gonna you're gonna give me Oregon, and two points. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. LSU travels to Old Miss to take on uh travels to Oxford, Mississippi to take on Old Miss. Old Miss is a nine point favorite. Old Miss wins and Old Miss covers. Last week's LSU game was a nice story. Kind of a going away present for Coach O, who will coach out the rest of the season. Coach O will coach out the rest of the season, uh, but Ole Miss wins this. Matt Corral's just too damn good. 
3.30, the Clemson Forgottens versus the Pittsburgh – almost said Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh Panthers. Uh, Pitt is a three-point favorite. Give me Pitt. Give me Pitt at home versus Clemson. Clemson's dog water. Alabama at home. They take on the Tennessee trash-throwing volunteers. Bama's a 25-point favorite. Bama wins. Bama covers. Trust me. Bama wins. Bama covers. If I had $1,000, I would say the rest of the regular season games for Bama, they will cover all the spreads. San Diego State travels to the Air Force Academy in Colorado to take on the Air Force Academy in Colorado. <laughs> uh, and the Air Force Air Force Academy is favored by three and a half points. Uh, they're sick. To, I can give me Air Force, I guess. The game that no one will watch. Oh, here we go. Here we go. University of Texas, San Antonio. The Roadrunners. Ranked number 24, baby. Seven-point favorite traveling to Ruston, Louisiana. Take on Louisiana Tech. Give me the Roadrunners. Give me the Roadrunners to stand their feet and go in there and get a win. I like that. I like that. 7.30 kicks. Ohio State travels to Bloomington, Indiana to take on the uh, Michael Penixless Indiana Hoosiers. Ohio State is a 21-point favorite. Ohio State wins this game. Ohio State wins this game and they cover. UCA. Uh, UCA? Who the hell is UCA? USC travels to Notre Dame. Taking on the number 13, Fighting Irish. Notre Dame's favored by seven points. Give me Notre Dame and give me Notre Dame to cover. I don't like Notre Dame, but I hate USC. I think USC's, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. Really bad. South Carolina travels to College Station, Texas, taking on Texas A&M. Number 14, Texas A&M. Five and two, Texas A&M. On a roll, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, 21-point favorite. They win and they cover. Give me Texas A&M to win. And give me Texas A&M to cover. Last game on the slate for this week, NC State at Miami. Give me NC State. NC State's a three-point favorite. Give me NC State on the road in Miami. The Hurricanes are awful. Hurricanes can't recruit, can't play. Hell, they can't play football. <laughs> Guys, thanks for listening again. This is the NCAA version of the BS Sports Podcast. We will start having special baseball podcasts, possibly. Uh, NBA podcasts, and then we're going to keep doing the NCAA and NFL ones, guys. We're going to keep rolling, keep making the stuff. If you listen, I'll talk. <laughs> Have a good one.